0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode four of Not Your Everyday Football Junkies with Ando, Alex, and Dan. Thanks to everyone who's listened to um, our previous three episodes. Um, You can catch them all on Spotify or Anchor FM. Again, we will continue uploading every Thursday morning. So I know last episode we went through the NFC North and the NFC South, the specifics about the free agencies. And we also... Talked a little bit about the NFL drama this episode. We're going to get into the CBA deal a little bit and then talk about the NFC East and West, um, both free agency and uh, draft targets. So without further ado, we will get into the CBA deal. Um, We know obviously they were supposed to vote on the CBA, I believe last Friday, but that was postponed. Um, I know we, we do have a bit of the details leaked out to us. Um, as Alex, you and I were talking about a little bit of our initial reactions to the CBA deal before this, um, mainly with the, the points that stuck out to me were the 17-game season yep. and the playoff expansions.
1: So I guess if you want to touch on that first. Sure. Um, I mean, the biggest thing for me is it's just such a dangerous game that I don't think it's fair to ask the players to, like, have a 17 game schedule you know it's just more chances to get injured and i don't i just don't like that at all and then like they were also the new like stipulation i think was that like every player would get a a quarter million for that game check which for like the people on the lower tier is great because that's like almost half of the minimum like that some people are Mm -hmm. playing for so i mean it wouldn't be bad for them but then when you're at the top and you have you know like guys who are making 30 plus million a year that's like less than like what like an eighth of their game check almost like
2: mm-hmm. so it doesn't make any
1: sense for them and like i don't think the increase was what i think they're proposing they increase the players share to like 48 percent when i believe it was at like 47 before don't quote me on okay. that but I'm pre- so it's really not much of an increase for like adding the extra stress of that so, I mean, I'm not a fan of the 17-game schedule. I think it's just the owners looking for more money. And, yeah, sure, the players get, like, a little bit more of the profits. But then at the same time, the whole thing, like, they're making more money. So the owners are still probably coming out ahead of where they were, like, pre- the last season oh, with this new proposed absolutely. deal. Yeah, I, definitely. It,
0: in my opinion, it's just a completely selfish move by both the NFL and the owners. Yeah. Um. That, like, that, that's all I see out of this. You already see how you know, how many injuries there are every year, and especially with the, you know, rise in awareness of head injuries Mm fast, however many years, you know, the NFL supposedly taking steps to take care of their players more. I mean, (laughs) how is adding another game taking care of your players? I mean, they get a little bit more money, (laughs) like you said. Yeah, that helps the bottom tier guys, but it really, you know, it doesn't do anything for the All-Stars. I know, um... I don't know if this was in the currently proposed CBA, but I know one thing that they had thrown out there, at least at some point during the season, I heard people talk about, you know, maybe they expanded it to I think it was 18 games at the time they were talking about. Like 17 or 18, but you know, maybe each player has like a sixteen game limit or something like that, so they wouldn't play yeah, every game.
1: That was like someone's idea. I still, some I still I still think up. that's stupid
0: too. Yeah. It but <laughs> so either way, I just think this is Really, they're starting to get so much more money. You know how much revenue they break in every year. And I think on the NFL's 100th season this past season, it was like the ratings like finally like went up mm. <laughs> after declining for a couple of years too. And it was, um, I don't know, it, it's really just all about money at this point. They Adding another game, just, I don't know. You, you know how grueling football is. It's It's yeah. really not healthy for the players just to put them through that. And really, we want these players playing more seasons, not more games within a season, yep. necessarily, you know? I mean, I think yeah. that's
1: my biggest point about it. Yeah, and as far as, um like, expanding the playoff field, like, I'm kind of indifferent about that. Like, I, I mean, I think it's fine how it is now. Would I care if they added one more team? Not really. But then at the same time, then there's only one team that would get a first-round buy, and I'm not really a fan of that.
3: That's just such a huge advantage for that one team.
1: yeah. I mean, I, I think two it would teams just be total, better situated but... to maybe change it somehow where, like, if a team, like, let's just say, you know, the Eagles, how they won the division last year and they got the four seed. Like, I could see something where you maybe make the Eagles, like, not get the automatic four seed or, you know, just whoever wins the division mm-hmm. if they have, like, that poor of a record. Like, I, I'd be there for that kind of change. But, like, adding another team, again, that just adds more games, which is unnecessary. And I think, like, the two wild cards is, like, I mean, there's usually not that many good teams like left out of making the playoffs. Last year, for sure, it was harder because there's a lot of teams with good records. But like, there's been years where like a seven and nine team makes the playoffs in the wild card. Like, I don't think we need to expand the playoff field by any means. I just think maybe if you want to mess with the seeding, I think that's where the playoffs could be improved.
3: Yeah, and just two things on that. It's like the reseeding, I feel like most people would probably go for, and I could be wrong on that, but reseeding seems like it'd be a better restructure than adding a seventh spot because I, uh, I had seen somewhere that this year if, if the rules had been in place for that seventh seed that it would have been the Steelers and the Rams it's like you really want to see the Steelers led by Mason Rudolph in the playoffs and then you want to see the Rams with like their struggling cap and golf in the playoffs like that's not that's not entertainment yeah, man,
1: Steelers like that's... that would have been a real great
3: game let me tell you. oh yeah <laughs> let's see see what happens you know it's Oh, maybe no, I they still pull out Duck
0: so Hot just for that one. Ouch. I some forgot, ducks, completely forgot. Duck sounds mid-game. <laughs> I could really throw off. I mean, I think Frank, <laughs> Frank Clark would have been shook. Here's yeah. Duck Calls middle of the game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Tyron Put Matthew, up. he would have just immediately negated all his skills. <laughs> yep. Um,
3: uh, It'll be interesting to see, though, because I think the the deadline for the CBA for the players is Thursday, is what I was reading. Yeah. So, like, they need to vote. And if they don't vote by Thursday, then um, Eric Winston, who is the current president, would no longer be eligible to be, like, their president. Like, they'd have to pick a new... um, player oh, president yeah because he's not okay. an active player so they would have to if, yeah. if they don't vote by thursday then he's out and then it would okay. either be okung or richard sherman who would take over and they're both very actively against
1: the 17 game season so i mean i think really any player any player i've seen like show their or share their sentiment on twitter was against it yeah, obviously yeah. I follow mostly Packer players on Twitter, and I've just seen. I think Bakhtiari comes to mind. He was like, "What is this crap? Like, it's just a bunch of BS." Didn't uh, well, did
3: Rodgers say something about it too? I think yeah, he might have.
1: It... I don't. I don't recall it offhand, but
3: yeah, I, th- I think I saw something about Rodgers talking about. I think his, I think Rodgers wasn't necessarily against the seventeen games, but he was against the seventeen game like small paycheck for him because that's mm-hmm. again like you had said as a top player that it's literally the chump change to him. So
1: yep.
0: mm-hmm. yeah and I know uh JJ Watt, yeah he tweeted on the twentieth a hard no on that that's proposed C B A. And that's... then I'm pretty sure Richard Sherman was also very outspoken against it as well. I mean I think most of the
3: most of the guys are
0: yeah I think it's just largely due to the increase in games you know they want to increase in revenue share obviously but they don't want it with an increase in games
3: well they should yeah they you know, shouldn't it's... have to they shouldn't have to play yeah. more to make yeah. more they They're should the be able
1: putting just to put their make bodies more. on the line like and it's such well, a short just... career yeah
0: also i think maybe things i don't know if we have insight into this kind of things but i know like some changes were like supposedly increase in benefits and things of that nature we don't i don't really know the details of those and clearly those either, increases yeah. weren't Sub- nearly substantial enough to sway people to play another game every season. Yeah, because I yeah, know I've... one of the biggest knocks on the NFL is their, like, I guess unwillingness to help players post career. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and you know, I imagine that's got to be part of the discussions. So it's just I don't know. There's so much r- wrong. I feel like in the CBA to just be voting on it. I don't.
3: I don't feel like this is. Just my gut feeling is this isn't going to be done by Thursday. I feel like no. this is going to get dragged out. And um, I, one thing that I had saw mid-season last year that it was – or not maybe not mid-season, I guess it was towards the end with uh, like the retirements coming out, like Luke Kuechly was one of them. And okay. um, that wasn't too long ago. And right after he retired, uh, they were saying for the new CBA that they'd like to see higher paychecks initially. That way they don't have to play as long. Like, you know, so the guys can have – seven, eight-year careers and then just be done yeah. because they're, yeah. you know, some of these guys are being, you know, if you're Rodgers or, you know, some of these guys who are making big paychecks already, like they didn't have to wait so long. But there are players who are just mid-range players for their entire careers, so they have to play 12 seasons, 13 seasons to be able to make, um, you know, enough to kind of live on for the rest of their life, you know, or at least to, you know, so...
0: Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's for, live like, on, graphics. like, you know, because after career, they're obviously dealing with the tons of physical ail- ailments, so it's like, right. you know, ability, like, it's like living on to make up for everything that you've put yourself through. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. want to live, you know, yeah, yeah I guess three years, like, that's the right.
1: statistic. Yeah. It's three
3: years. Yeah. So and those guys didn't, those guys most of the time don't make enough to live on for the rest of their life. So. No. Mm-hmm. Um, So getting higher paychecks earlier, I feel like if they could throw that in there, then they might have a chance at getting the 17-game season that they want, but even then, they shouldn't have to.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I was the president of the Players Union, I would definitely be pushing for increased revenue share, and also, like, I don't see why the NFL can't give, like, lifelong healthcare or something like obviously how much I money think they should. yeah yeah i mean obviously i think there should be some like stipulation where you have to be in the league for like a certain amount of years you know maybe it's a couple years or something like that but like i don't see why that the nfl can't offer that when it's a billion dollar like corporation like multi-billion every year in revenue like yeah, even
3: if they just want to start it at like you have to play for 10 years like you know at least so that some of the players somewhere. yeah and then you can you know work your way down kind of thing to you know five years or less but mm-hmm. like just start somewhere
1: yeah, also one other point they um offered to reduce uh penalties for players who test positive for thc or weed obviously yeah, yeah. like re- eliminating any game suspensions for strictly for positive tests and also that the testing window would be narrowed down from where it's at right now which is four months to two weeks at the start of training camp so after the training camp they're safe
0: so yeah, i think yeah, that's
1: a step in the po- right direction
0: yeah, it's a bit. It was kind of absurd about like how severe the penalties were compared to. Well, just know, I mean, you got to think
1: when
3: they, they out. when it's... the current rules were put into place, it was ten years ago. Like, oh yeah, no. So, that's, that's I, I just
0: But it's just like now we're looking at how silly it looks compared to. Yeah. It's just with how they've handled suspensions for other issues too. It's like someone who tested test positive for this is getting. Way more than you know. Someone who does this, and then you know, like you just think of you know any almost any situation (laughs) in the past
1: couple of years, you you can name a few. But yeah, I mean, mean, even a a multiple game suspension
0: is
3: crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Performance enhancing drugs. I don't have a problem with how those like penalties are, like because I mean, Mm -hmm. using them like puts other players in danger, obviously. Just because you know you're especially like when you look at the boxing thing. I don't know how much you guys follow boxing, but uh. This guy who was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua a couple years—I forget his name—but mm. he uh, tested positive for a whole bunch of like steroids. Like you could literally end someone's life, like when you have when you're like juiced up like that, like in such a dangerous sport like boxing or football.
3: Yeah, no, completely. I think one thing too that they need to look at is like, why is the CBA a ten-year contract? Yeah, like that—that that should at least be five years, and if if not every other year, like. There's so much that's going on in the in the sports world, not just football, that, that you know every year there's something else to take into effect. So waiting 10 years to change the rules that you follow is just completely absurd.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like <laughs> All right. So I think we we've, we've harped now. on that quite a bit. So we can go ahead and get into our targets for free agency and the draft. Of course, for any of the listeners, if you do have further questions or further points about the CBA, there's obviously a lot to talk about there. Feel free to add us on Twitter. Um, That will be linked in the podcast description. But, you know, we're always always available for talks outside of the podcast. So getting into the NFC East, um, we're going to follow the similar order to what we did last week with the worst to the best team in the division by record. So starting with the Redskins in the NFC East, um, I'll go ahead and start it off. Uh, So, I mean, the Redskins need a little bit of everything. We already know they're going Chase Young in the draft. I don't think that's that shouldn't be much of a secret. I mean, I, I don't see why you would pass up on him. I don't even think edge rushers are top need, but, I mean, it's Chase Young, and he's such a generational talent, you have to take him. But when we're looking at the rest of the draft and free agency, I really want to see, like, if I were them, someone next to Terry McLaurin, <laughs> because he was so he he was dominant this year, especially considering where he was taken last year too in the draft. Yeah. I know I I was really big on him. Just I mean, a little bit of the in Ohio State bias, but I really liked how he played with Haskins at Ohio State, and then when they picked him up, I liked the pick, and that he ended up playing really really well this year. And then I just think if the Redskins are really moving forward with Haskins. He's a guy that needs a lot of weapons and he needs a strong offensive line especially cuz his you know decision making can be a little bit slow and you know maybe if you're simplifying it or you know simplify the playbook a little bit get the ball out faster you know to a speedy receiver something like that can help or you know when he tends to hold on to it a little bit and a better o line can help him out. So I know the Redskins you know they have a lot of needs you know secondary is another one but I really want to see them go after wide receiver. And sure up the offensive line a little bit. Um, I know it wasn't the bet. I mean, I know they obviously played without Trent Williams too, but I don't, I don't know where that situation's headed <laughs> at this point. So, I
3: think the last thing that I heard about about him was that he was willing to come back under the new coaching and and new management and whatnot. So, I mean, that'd, that'd be, really be that would be really big for Haskins if they can get yeah. him to come back, and then they're. I mean, it's not completely out of the realm of like ideas where they could trade like if they if they're offered like King's ransom for for that second pick, like they're rebuilding. Oh, you know, mean, they, they could they could take three first round picks for Chase Young or two first round, whatever it might be, like um, and then get an offensive yeah. lineman there, you know. It's defensive edge rush, even though the Chase Young is the like generational talent that he is, it's just Like, they need so much that I could see them trading back.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that would make sense for them, especially because they don't have a second-round pick because they used it to trade-up for uh, Sweat Mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Chase Young's definitely a guy that I think it's worth sticking around for. But, I mean, if they get an offer, they can't refuse. I mean, I said just take it. Because they need more than one piece. As good as Chase Young is, he's not going to turn their team around by himself. No, not even close. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I
0: mean... (laughs)
3: No, go ahead. Oh god! It helped, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was just saying, like, they have a lot of cap space. And honestly, I could see them moving away from Ryan Kerrigan because he's zero in dead cap if they cut him, and he, it's almost $12 million in savings. If, like, if somehow Ron Rivera can, like, pitch the team the right way, I mean, they could go after a lot of free agents. Like, I mean, especially, like, Edge comes to mind, you know, or even, like, someone like Chris Jones, even though I don't think that's really a need because they do have two good... um. Defensive tackles with uh, Durant yeah. Payne and Jonathan Allen. It's kind of a edge slash defensive tackle, so I don't think that's mm-hmm. necessarily a need. But I mean, I think they should definitely try to go after one of the edge rushers, you know, like Clowney and um, gosh, Nangakwe or even um, Sha- Shaq Barrett, even though I think he's gonna go back to Bucks. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm just having that guy thinking with a great reputation. That. Yeah, players are. One. Or Armstead, too. Like, Armstead would be a pretty good edge that they could sign. Because I do think they're going to go to a more traditional 4-3 defense, if I had to take a guess. Like, I don't think they've talked too much about schematically what they're going to do next year. But I think their personnel is better suited for a 4-3 than a
3: 3-4. So, yeah, especially when you're looking at their linebackers that they have. If, yeah. they, if they get rid of Kerrigan, then they definitely need to go 4-3. But I'm just thinking about how much money that they have in – what they'll go after, like if they choose to just bulk up that defensive line, get Chris Jones or Clowney, and then stick around with the number two pick and get, uh, I like get Young. Like that's that's just a scary front four slash rest front seven. What if they're
1: active in free agency and like actually get an edge? Then they're definitely in even a better position to trade down and stockpile picks. Which honestly, if I was the Redskins, I would strongly consider doing that if they could get someone like Armstead or Nagakwe, like I was saying, like to come. Like, yeah. I would definitely debate about trading down.
3: Someone who's good, but not elite, maybe, you know? Yeah. hmm
1: Because, I mean, if they uh, if Williams does come back, I don't think tackle's, like, a strong need. I still think they should draft someone because, I mean, their right tackle's okay, and Williams is old, so, I mean, you're going to need to replace him in a couple years, but... Yeah. If One thing do... that... good. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry.
3: I gonna... Oh, no, I mean, you're still going on the defensive side of it, so just go ahead.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, if they do um address edge and free agency i could definitely see them like Dan was saying maybe going after a receiver early otherwise i mean a corner like if they trade down especially i could see them going after corner i don't <laughs> think they take a corner at two like Okuda's good but it's just hard to no they don't, that value. they don't take it
0: they don't take it Okuda i mean they do have they do have Dunbar it's just like outside of him
1: okay, he he had a really good season in grade as well yeah oh, yeah right. it's
0: just really like outside of Quentin Dunbar there's really it mm-hmm. was it was really lackluster play Josh so. Norman, like, yeah that that's <laughs> why <laughs> yeah yeah that's a well, i mean he's he's gone now right yeah he's gone yeah. but um anyway i guess we can uh go into the giants another team with a lot of a lot of needs there <laughs> but um really I, the entire I NFC mean, east <laughs> yeah yeah the entire <laughs> you know i mean it was the worst division of football this last year so you imagine that they'd have a Good number of needs, but I mean, the first thing that comes to mind with me with the Giants is edge edru- edge rusher.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, I mean, they obviously have needs at corner. And you could think O line as well, and then maybe even weapons on offense. I mean, they have a lot of needs that you could address. But I say I personally value <laughs> the edge rusher like a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of the most important positions in football, considering this year or this. Uh, the game nowadays, you know, I mean, it's just so, so pass heavy, and it's just probably having right right a great rush, a rush. Yeah, I mean, it honestly is. I, I think it might top three position, honestly, mm-hmm. um, and importance, and you know, that the, they're also, I, I'd argue, maybe even the best athletes on the field. But um, anyway, that's a separate <laughs> discussion. <laughs> I think they probably go for, I think they go for an edge rusher. But, I mean like primarily but i think they also address their secondary.
1: Are you talking in free agency right now or are you talking about in the draft?
0: Yeah. Um i mean both. <laughs> both i mean i'm just talking about needs in general i'm not necessarily okay, got it, got it, got mocking. It. Yeah, yeah, mocking a draft. Um i'm just saying like i just think what what they're primarily going to address this offseason i would pr- like if i were the giants i'd prioritize an edge rusher and then i'd probably look at that secondary. Mm-hmm. And then maybe other you know, weapons or things that could help out Daniel Jones, like maybe O line or another wide receiver, because as we know, it's a wide receiver-studded draft. Mm. So I think they can definitely get, you know, value there. You know, maybe third round. I think it's uh, I think
3: it's entirely possible that they focus with their cap space that they do have, which is like what sixty. I think you have it written there, sixty-two. Sixty-two. Mil. Yep. So. I can see them going defense. I think that they're going to focus offensive line in the draft. They might get somebody who's like a quality backup or quality, you know, low tier starter out of free agency. But I feel like they're going to go for like you said, edge rushers or something, uh, corners, uh, you know, safety, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, But first round, I don't think that there's any way that they don't grab one of the top tackles in the draft. Like that's just that's such Uh, a blaring need, like you said, that it's just like. getting that yeah, for, what for what jones that? would help him out so much
1: if the yeah. redskins do trade down like we were suggesting that they possibly could there is a world that somehow young falls to them if two teams trade mm-hmm. up for quarterbacks at two and three like you never know
0: but just otherwise i think it's pretty dad. much a
1: lock to take attack i think
0: over. young just makes the most sense for them but you know it's just they kind of missed out on that sweepstakes by not being worse than the redskins yeah. <laughs> um I can be honest like if you' if you looked at like the Giants i'd be you're taking like if they could pick anyone assuming they were a the number one pick, I'm like take chase young like right mm. no brainer, but then like you're looking at this fourth pick as if they're not chase Young won't be there, so you're like, okay, there's no other edge rusher, I'm taking at four in this draft, mm-hmm. so you know I'm going after offensive lineman like you said that's i i think that's totally plausible, but you know I'm just saying like i think as a... Uh, I don't know. It's just interesting as, you know, the combine results come out and as like free agency progresses and we get to see what teams are actually doing. Um, we'll get a better idea of where they head to the draft. But uh...
1: yeah. And I do think they actually have a guy that they could end up letting go as well. Um, Alec Ogletree. He's a, their middle mm-hmm. linebacker. That's he's such a gang, terrible move by them. 11, yeah. $11 million and three quarters, like dollars on the cap. And it's only a 3.5 in dead cap. So I think he's definitely a cap casualty. So they could almost have like, Seventy million in cap space, so I could definitely see them doing something in the like, probably on the edge. And I don't know if maybe somehow they can try to get like a Mari Cooper or something. Even though I think it's a hard sell to have them come over there with their quarterback situation, but they just have a lot of needs oh. and they have the cap space to at least get a few quality starters, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't mind. Having Daniel Jones over there. I don't think he's a stud, but Yeah. I think I think he'll he'll be a guy that'll steadily improve over the next few years, but I don't think he has like an incredibly high ceiling per se. But I um, mean he's but, you know he's
3: essentially a younger, maybe a slightly less talented Eli Manning.
0: We really want to get him. He's into. a lot more
1: athletic, but yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: I'd say yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I mean, people give him such a bad rep because he was taken at six in that draft. I know we had always talked about it. It would be perfectly fine if he was taken a little bit later. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think I think he showed, he definitely showed promise this year. And I think he's a guy that will continue to grow for the next couple of years. As in, I don't see like a huge sophomore slump or anything like that. I don't but see yeah, there just being maybe... that big of
3: an issue with like he's not their biggest need. Or he's not the yeah. biggest
0: problem, I should say. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, to Alex's point, he's saying, like, it'd be hard to sell a guy like, you know, like Cooper, get him to join that team. Yeah. I mean, you know, money talks, people like the big city. I just wouldn't be all that surprised if they could pull on someone big, but.
3: Plus he gets the chance to play against his former team twice a year. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a bunch that could
1: go into that. Yeah, I mean, I think if they stay at four and, the draft falls like how we think, and Young's off the board. I think they're for sure a lock on probably Jedrick Jer- Wills at four.
2: Sounds about right. I would think so too. Um, Second what do you guys run, think about receiver. the? Uh... Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, what you, I mean, so I guess the Cowboys would be next since we we're already talking mm-hmm. about Amari Cooper. Um, yeah, what are you guys thoughts
0: on their needs? They Should really go after Carson Wentz, um, uh, just, okay. the better no, quarterback. I mean, we all agree, yes, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna trigger some Cowboys fan out there. I'm but I mean, the biggest Cowboys needs, I mean, they have to find a way to get Dak back. I mean, I outs I don't what do you see mean, him dude? they have Cooper a Rush for fun, <laughs> yeah, 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 right, you know, I mean. The ideal Cowboys off or offseason would be they get Dak, Amari, and Byron Jones. I think they got to find a way to get two out of the three. Um, just personally, I mean, I think that'd be a great offseason for them. If that, even I'm if it's tagging, long-term. yeah, yeah, they got to tag one. Yeah, I was actually talking to Alex right before this. Like, if let's assume the Cowboys get Dak a long-term deal, assuming that who uh, who do they tag? Cooper. I would think Cooper.
1: Cooper.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean,
3: look at their look at their needs. They don't need a they don't need a guy who's like, like if you're looking at the division as a whole, looking at the talent that the Cowboys have, they need somebody who's already a proven stud, and that's what Cooper is. He already knows mm -hmm. the offense. They don't need to, uh, you know, they don't need to like grow a a, um or, I mean, looking for the right word, but they don't need to groom. There you go a wide receiver out of this new draft. There's so many of them. They can get depth later on in later rounds. They don't need that. Um they could use that pick to get a secondary player to help replace Byron Jones. Cuz mm-hmm. I mean Byron Jones is a good cornerback, but I don't think he's a top cor- I don't think he's like the top cornerback and for mm-hmm. the amount of money he's going to want, I just don't think it's worth it.
1: Yeah, that that's exactly where I am on him. Like, I do think he's like a top half of the league, like number one corner. Like, I don't think he's top 10, but somewhere around like the t- mid teens, like is where I've seen him, like as a starting corner. So, if he's getting paid like top corner money, then yeah, I think you just walk away from him and draft one. But if you can get him like for a decent deal, I definitely think he's worth bringing back.
3: Yeah. It just depends on what he's willing yeah. to take. If he's going to take a hometown deal, then yeah, take all three, you know, whatever. But um, I just don't. I see him wanting the deal and going elsewhere, and Cooper is the smarter pick out of the two for them.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then I actually, ha- I have the the Cowboys picking corner in the draft anyway, <laughs> first round. Just you know, I think there's a lot of talent, and they're picking at like I think 17. Yeah. And I think they'll definitely have a lot of DB talent available at that, you know, at that time. Yeah, the and guys like that are going to be available,
3: think, like they're they're going to be able to take a cornerback or a safety. It just depends on what they do. If they keep Cooper, then they're going to go safety. Or yeah, not Cooper, no, sorry. If they keep Jones, they'll go safety.
2: Mhm. Seriously. So All
0: right. And then I guess outside of the big 3, what else do you see the Cowboys going for this this offseason either either if it's later in the draft or you know, less marquee free agents. Tight end, they need a tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Witten, yeah. but oh, Witten's walking
3: actually. I think right. I think that's the last thing I saw. Like he's willing to play elsewhere if they don't give him yeah. money. Mm-hmm. And Jarwin is just not played enough to prove that he's a number one tight end on the team. So I could see them spending mm-hmm. money on a Hooper, or I could see them drafting a Comet, or you know something like that in the second or third round, whatever he's. Ends yeah. up being after the cowboy.
0: Mm-hmm. There's even like a uh, Eric Ebron would be out there too, who's uh you sure. know intriguing because you know he, he's always been plagued by drops, but you know he is talented I'd argue. And then um you know he obviously mm-hmm. had a very weird injury situation this last year
2: mm-hmm.
0: for the Golds, but um I mean he's just another name that pops up. He wouldn't be as expensive as a Hooper, um, but you know I mean th- there's obviously talent in the draft too. do you think uh you know like you know value for later rounds. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah and another be, uh, another commit. big need
3: that they need is uh well like yeah so comet would be a good one um if we're talking tight ends. Another big need that they need though is they need interior defensive line. Tackle wise yeah. they're they're struggling. So I could see them if uh if Kenlaw were to somehow fall, I could see them jumping on him. Yeah, like He's crazy a talent. Yeah. Uh, I could see them going for one of the big guys if Chris Jones is available. I could see them grabbing him like it's yeah if they don't agency. get one of
1: their guys back, that's definitely a target. yeah, for sure The but... biggest problem with the Cowboys is is like they if they do bring all three back, they have like no cap, and they're still really the same team <laughs> as our last year. yeah, so that's fair. without Jason Garrett. yeah, that's true. He
0: was the, the only problem. <laughs> All right. Um, that's what it was. <laughs> no, it, it, it is interesting to see how their season will shape out this next year though. You know, yeah, I think everyone's or at least I, I'm a little intrigued with what Mike McCarthy will be able to bring to the table just based on, you know, how things ended in Green Bay, but you know how he's supposedly do think that, like, Did his like ass to,
1: Yeah, I yeah. know,
0: that's what I, I that's why I'm interested. I'm just interested yeah. to see, you know, I I, I could just picture them you know, coming out and doing like really, really well, mm-hmm. or I could see them, you know, staying, you know, a little bit mediocre as they did this past year. I don't think they fall below really. I don't think it's possible <laughs> too far to worse from what than they did 8-8. this year. I'm
1: looking forward yeah. to with their talent on the roster the top three team after they beat three terrible teams at the start of the year. Oh, uh, yeah,
3: Reno Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl beat the Redskins, <laughs> the Giants, and the Dolphins. Let's I literally Super Bowl. like.
1: Some of our friends that like we, our gaming friends, um, they're all Cowboys fans for the listeners, or some of them yeah. are. And I gave them like so much crap, and literally, I said, like, the Cowboys are gonna finish eight and eight, like, after they're three and oh. And then I look back on it, and I'm like, well, I was right. <laughs> yeah, that was actually really funny that you
0: brought that back. Yeah, you, you tweeted preseason, Cowboys are going eight and eight, or not, it was three and oh. Yeah, when they were three and oh, you said they're going eight and eight. It was either that or it was preseason. I don't, yeah, one of the but, other. Um, yeah, it was very, very early on. <laughs> and then yeah, you were you were getting so much backlash for it and then look what happened. But um <laughs> but anyway, I guess we can we can talk about the Cowboys best friends and the Eagles. Um I guess as you know they went nine and seven last year and made the playoffs. They didn't have injury problems at all. They had great wide receiver getting now. So yeah. we're looking at the Eagles. They obviously had a lot of injuries this last year, so they might not have even played to their full potential. Um, But I think if you're looking at the Eagles, uh, secondary and wide receiver. (laughs) No, we're set. We're good. Yeah, 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 right? right? (laughs) need quarterback. um... We need... (laughs) (laughs) need... (laughs) (laughs) need... (laughs) I'm sure all the Cowboys fans out there will tell you offensive linemen. Every single one.
3: Tight ends, definitely. Get a running back. No, we'll be set. Oh,
0: yeah, I'll let you tee this off. And uh um, this
3: it's I don't think it's any. I think everybody is under the exact same list of targets. It's yeah, wide receiver, cornerback, safeties, linebackers. We have terrible linebackers. Our defensive line is aging. Our offensive line is aging. <laughs> it's just it's yeah. a it's a mess. So. Uh, Honestly, I'm just completely surprised that we're even yeah. nine and seven last year, but our division was pretty bad, so I guess it kinda makes sense. I uh could see this offseason going very well and the Eagles are ten and six or better, but I could also see this completely tanking and next year we're rebuilding or something. I don't know. But uh I mean wide receiver, yeah. those are the, that's the biggest thing I think. If I'm if I'm gonna pick in the first round going for if the top, if one of the top four wide receivers are available, it's an absolute like must grab. It's like um, you, you need to help Carson Wentz. Our defense has been terrible for the last two years, so just stick with that. Let your defense be terrible and hope that your <laughs> offense can outscore everybody. Like that's it. Yeah. you gotta go one or the other, because there's no yeah, way I mean, in this one offseason, season like we have 45 mil. Not terrible. Yeah, but you need to sign Jenkins still. We might be bringing Jason Peters back for one more year. We're not going to have that much more cap space. We need to go all out on one side. Like it needs to be either defense or offense. So just pick one side and go. Like
0: can't try to rebuild both. Yeah, I I don't know. I really could see. You know, you guys do got if you like you said a top four wide receivers available. You know, when at your 21st pick, I mean. I don't see a reason why they wouldn't go after DB. I mean, I guess if we're talking draft specifically, you know, right, DB you know. for the for their second and third pick. Mm-hmm. I mean.
3: The, the ones that I've been uh, doing, I've I, been taking defensive, like because the wide receiver class is obviously very deep, and we still have the contracts of Alshon, or yeah, Alshon Jeffrey. We have Deshaun. Um, we have the, our rookie wide receiver, Joe from last year. He was mm-hmm. still developing up in the air. Like he could be our Alshon Jeffrey replacement, but he also couldn't be. You know, you just don't know. Um, and obviously, Aguilar is walking, so or we're not like bringing him back. So yeah. we need a wide receiver. But I could definitely see us going secondary in the first two, three rounds, and then trying to get a wide receiver a little bit later in the draft. That is mm-hmm. just fast. That's really what we need: is speed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I agree. I think that's probably, yeah. I think kind of like a field stretching kind of wide receiver guy,
1: you know? I mean, I think if they end up taking one in the first round, it's going to be like Chennault or Higgins. One of those, that's who I see dropping to them.
0: I just, Higgins
3: is most likely going to be there. Obviously, we don't know yet, but in most of the mocks Mm -hmm. that I've seen, Higgins is falling until the late first, if not second round already. So it depends on his combine, but. I would say if Chenault's not there, if all four of the top guys are gone, then we need to go secondary.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess for, for the viewers, can you span on exactly just who your top four are? You know, that might be. Oh, yeah. Top, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's appear.
3: fair. Yeah. So it would be, uh, it'd be Chenault, Ruggs, uh, probably, um, I'm, uh, so, CD Lamb, and then who's the, uh, I can't Jerry remember Judy. who's first, Jerry Duty. I was like, please, first name come to mind. There we go. Yeah, so probably in that order uh, if you're going backwards. Mm-hmm. So, Chanel being the
0: fourth. So, in best. that order if you're going backwards. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like started and I was like, wow, I'm going the opposite direction <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. So I'm yeah, sticking in that with order, it. but backwards. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's been a
3: long day, guys. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, no. no, all right. Just. All right, we'll just, in that order, but backwards. <laughs> in that order, that but backwards. So Chenault, let it go. That's
3: Chenault, that's oh, the man. Chanel yeah. at number one. Uh, I mean, it could shake uh, out that way. We don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, CD Lamb being the best, Jerry, Judy, second, Ruggs, and then Chanel. So that's the order. The okay. Order. Got it.
0: Well, I mean, Ruggs is about to beat the combine time. Well, or the Combine Rackers.
3: I, so. I need him to, like, trip and not beat the Combine <laughs> so that he falls to the Eagles.
0: I need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chanel, I, I like Chenault as a
3: receiver, but it's
1: I, I feel like we need speed. To you guys, yeah.
0: that's, like, almost a dream pick. Oh, God, dude. I, I feel like we're
1: going like to trade, like trade up. scenario is if, well, yeah, A, they trade up for someone, or B, like, they just get a top corner, like, Fulton or Diggs or oh, something like that, and then yeah. maybe trade up in the second a few picks and get, like, someone, like, if Rieger drops out of the first, I think he would yeah. be a really good fit for you guys.
3: We'll have, we'll have most likely 10 picks, and we're gonna have a first, a second, two thirds, three fourths, and then I think two fifths, a sixth, and a seventh. So yeah. it's like in the
1: later half of the first round, it's not that expensive to move up. Or like, I mean, really after like 15, like it's not that expensive to move up in the draft anymore. Like the Packers jumped from what, I think like 30 to 21 last year, and all we had to give up was two fourths. Yeah, that's true. So I could definitely you see could easily coming. maneuver in the second round if someone dropped that you really liked.
2: Fair enough.
3: But um, I mean, do you guys have anything else to add about, about the Eagles? I feel like I talk about them yeah. a lot.
0: So <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think we're good to go. We need to get on to these uh NFC West teams. Yeah, I, mean, I think we I think we broke down the NFC East pretty, pretty well. I mean, there's a lot of needs and there's a lot of different I, I just feel like this that division would be Probably the most interesting in terms of offseason moves. Um, I mean, because you see, like all four of them need a lot of key moves, so you could really see either giant strides or big step back. Um, Hmm. So you know, I think it'll be interesting. But as we head into the NFC West, so we have the Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, and Niners, and we're gonna go in that order. And real quick,
3: while we uh, while you're talking about the teams, you had mentioned step back. Just to kind of throw an extra talking point in here for like real quick touch on. We can get on to it later. But uh, if both of you had mm-hmm. to pick one team out of those four, which team would you say is gonna have the biggest regression from where they were last last year or this year?
1: The West or the East? The West. Oh, the West. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. talking about the West. Um, uh, see, my
0: problem is I was I was even talking to Alex. About this before we got in here, I still think the Rams are going to take another step back. Yeah, yeah. but it's they already regressed a lot this past year. So if you're talking about the biggest regression, I I mean I probably have to go Niners just because I have faith in the Seahawks to just be that top team in the division. Yeah, just because I see them to it year in and year out. I mean, obviously they finished second this year, but you you know what I mean, like they're yeah. and they're, they're pretty much at least the second team in that division almost every single year. I don't see them necessarily regressing. I think they have a lot there. They just need to, I mean, we'll get more detail to it. They need to get that line shirt up. But um, it's just like the Niners, there are some questions in terms of, you know, obviously there's questions around Jimmy G, like his consistency or inconsistency for that matter. And then it's, you know, Sherman's obviously going to be another year older. You know, maybe they have a bit of a Super Bowl hangover kind of thing, even though they, you know, they didn't win it. That's typically associated with the winning team, but you know, saying, I, I think, I mean, yeah. I think it has to be them because I mean, they, they're the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, you know, that's almost as high as you can get, and you yeah. know, like a big regression could be like going from contending in the Super Bowl to getting knocked out in the first round, or, or it could be like you know, just not, not making, making the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. That's the yeah. Say. Like I they mean, could even no, go ten and he... six
3: and miss it technically, you know, depending on yeah, how the teams fall. Yeah, is full. So... That's what
0: I'm saying too. It's just I don't. Yeah, I. I gosh, I mean, that's really hard. Just because t- they are a very, very complete team. Mm-hmm. But... but then again, the
3: Rams could go like two and fourteen next year, and then we're like, well, we were wrong. <laughs>
0: I don't know. About yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> or they could, you know, go thirteen and three by some random, <laughs> you know, True. like oh. John McVay just happens to, you
1: know, completely just revive that team again. <laughs> Every but, two years he runs yeah. a good yeah. offense. But, I mean, I think the biggest thing that you didn't mention that, uh, I mean, the Niners have like no cap space. They have thirteen million yes. cap, and they're gonna. I don't think there's a way they can bring back Armstead, so their pass rush goes uh-huh. a little down. And then the second, the biggest factor for me is, well, I mean, the Seahawks do have pretty good draft capital. They also have a second round yep. an additional second round pick, but they don't have a third. But I mean, I guess that makes up for it. I mean. Yeah. But yeah, I'd rather two they, twos than a one, two, 50 and three. Million, they have 50 million in caps, so they can sign like impact, a couple of impact starters. And they have arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. You know, definitely a top three quarterback that you know what you're going to okay. get with them when jimmy g was up and down all year and he really didn't do anything that special it was mostly shanahan (laughs) scheming things and the receivers making really good plays after the catch like exactly that was exactly
0: like what i was trying to get at too is just i have so much more faith in the seahawks and russell wilson (laughs) than i do in the niners and jimmy g you're talking about
3: yeah especially in that division but if you're talking about just consistency year year in and year out i would say russell's the number one quarterback
1: yeah, so. well, oh, Patrick Mahomes in his two years, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's fair, been a,
0: a bit absurd. But, I mean, yeah, if we're taking more than a two-year sample size, obviously, yeah, yeah, Russell is... But, I mean, Mahomes is showing no signs of slowing down, but we'll see. I mean, that's... He, he's just a freak of nature. Yep. Anyway, back we get to the into the Cardinals now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, um, the Cardinals, I mean, I guess given their division didn't do... You know, two horrible five, ten and one. I mean, Kyler Murray seems like I mean he obviously won offensive rookie of the year. Um he had a pretty good had a pretty good season. Mm-hmm. But um I think what the Cardinals need is definitely I think well they need to address defense. I think just secondary like primarily, I think they were one of the worst pass coverage teams in the league this year. And then I think they also need to address offensive line. Yeah. Um And then, you know, if you're looking at their cap space, they have about $40 Not great, not terrible. And then I'd have to look at their draft picks uh, situation in terms of how many, you know, picks they have overall. But um, I really do see them attacking the secondary and offensive line in particular. I mean, protect that young quarterback. I think Kyler might have given up the most sacks this year of any quarterback. Yeah, like
1: sacks attributed to the quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah. And for a quarterback that's you know young they're obviously going to struggle a little bit with decision making at the high speed you know NFL level and it it is a bit concerning though you know he's at fault for the most sacks when he's so elusive (laughs) at the same time too, maybe you know he relies on that a little bit you can argue but you know I think you have to attribute a little bit of that to the offensive line Mm. if not a lot of it definitely a lot of it yeah
1: but yeah, as far as like people, I'd like to see them draft with their first pick. I think if CD mm-hmm. Lamb drops them, that reunion would that be would awesome. Be great, yes. You know,
0: uh, I loved, I loved watching them in college. Yes, yeah. that was that would be incredible because they would already have that chemistry there. I mean, like, yeah, it was one year apart, but dude, you just it, it doesn't leave. <laughs> you yeah. know, they'd have that it, yeah previous connection, and then you know, I, that would be like really cool to see because I mean. The Cardinals were really interesting at times to watch. Uh-huh. You know, um I don't know, it's just they are in a tough situation with their division being so stacked. But I think you know, I, I certainly can see them doing about the same next year or even maybe a little bit better, like a six and ten, seven and nine, maybe kind of thing. That division's um,
3: just so hard. If they were in any that, other
1: division, they I go eight and going five hundred.
0: Um, <laughs> but I mean,
1: who knows? I think it just depends but, on how how Murray progresses next year.
3: Exactly. I mean, yeah. I like keep in mind too, no, they did play. Yeah, they played the Forty ers like incredibly close in both of their games, so they're mm-hmm. not like that far off from being a good team. It's
0: just how long. Well, is yeah, their take? defense just yeah is abysmal, and their offensive line is yeah not yeah. very good either. I think For that's NL. exactly where
1: they go. O line or receiver. I'd love to see them. Like I said, get lamb, but otherwise, I think it's safe to take whatever tackle they're highest on. I assume at least one or two of them will be gone by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I see them going early. As far as like mid round picks, I, I think their D line still needs a little bit of work, like their interior D line.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise, just if they haven't, whatever way they don't go as far in the first round, if they take a receiver O oh, tackle, like whatever they didn't draft first round, I think they uh-huh. probably go second round. And then they start addressing defense after that. Yeah, they need a lot of defense. It's like everything. Yeah. I mean, their their front
3: line and their linebackers are not the worst in the league. I mean, they, they obviously have could be Jones, better. But
1: he's really their only like notable. Yeah, that's fair. But their secondary yeah, is just like oh, it's it's crazy like Peterson. watching those games.
3: Yeah, he's like literally the only one. We'll see. They uh they're in a good position though to to get a good like to get one of those positions filled with a star. So should be all right. And the then mm-hmm. uh, we got the Rams. Rams the next. Yeah, with their Qu- quarterback is the biggest need
0: situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're high. Yeah, they might have like you know I think it's either by total guaranteed money or however it is like it's... the highest paid quarterback of the league. Tragic. Uh, it's not it, it, it like like one 20th of those benchmarks, whether yearly or, or if it's most guaranteed. But um, either way, way overpaid. I mean, yeah, he made the Super Bowl, but that was not because of him. um mm-hmm. Anyway, that, the, yeah, and then you just see them not being able to retain a lot of key players. They just have no cap. They and need to start cutting or trading immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Then yeah, the Todd Gurley situation is obviously I, the Todd not Gurley great.
3: situation was like isn't great, but like this the biggest head scratcher, like even more of just like slamming your head on the desk because like I can not even imagine being a Rams fan when they traded for Ramsey, like yeah. that's yeah. two first round picks
0: picking up that like that pay is just like oh my god. Yeah, uh, and then I I don't know for me I feel like. I if I was a Rams fan, I would really not want to lose Corey Littleton. Yeah, and uh-huh. I feel like it's very possible that he <laughs> he walks away just because you know they have to pay. I mean, who else are they like Corey Littleton or you know Dante Fowler? There's a lot of people that they have to make decisions on about who they're going to yeah. pay, and you know, I don't know. Corey Littleton was also a stud this past year, so I think he's one like. You know he might even be their biggest um you know, uh, target, I guess well. if you will, yeah for in my opinion, I think he is their most valuable, but I mean, you can also argue elsewhere, but it's
3: well, just I think too, like they yeah. need to bring they do need like they traded for Ramsey and he still has one year left in his contract, but he still needs yeah. to get he's still gonna wanna get paid oh, he's, he's gonna, gonna sit man, you know?
0: yeah, yeah, he's still going to demand,
3: yeah. So, he still wants money, too. So, it's just like, where are they getting all this money? Like, they don't have it. So, yeah. it's it can only go down from here, I feel like.
1: Well, they're just in a terrible position because the roster they have isn't good enough now to win a Super Bowl or even their division. And they have no cap space or draft capital. Like, they're in, like, limbo. Like, they got way overhyped of having the one good year and then just went complete win-now mode. But they're not a win-now team anymore. Yeah. So, especially with that was, offensive yeah. line.
0: Yeah. yeah. They have. Yeah, they have no. Their first pick is the 52nd pick in this draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just think about that. That's yeah, they have no first round pick, and the, yeah, that first one obviously comes in the
1: second round.
3: And even if they want to trade nice. somebody, like who are they going to? Who are they going to trade to get a first round pick? No
1: one, like no one's going to trade for Gurley in that contract. It, well, so.
3: and like he's not worth a first round pick. He's only taking ten no. carries a game. Like, I'm just
1: saying, as far as trying to fix their um, draft, yeah. Or, no, yeah, no, I completely agree. Situation, like he's like, 20 million in dead cap and negative oh. 2.9 in savings, so like, they can't. Come oh, no, no one's gonna take that. Yeah, down.
3: well, like in Ramsey, like like not to keep bringing him up, but like they gave two first round picks for him, and he's gonna want 15 mil. They're not gonna pay him that, oh, so they could, just lost two he's first rounds 20. Like, yeah, he's yeah, it's he's a up terrible there. situation for them.
1: Yeah, they don't have the money to pay him, and they lost their draft capital. Like, it's just, they I don't know what their GM was thinking when he made so many moves. Like, I get you have a solid team, but, like, trading away so many first-round picks is just not the way to go. Yeah, I i, don't know. I think we all scratch our heads a little bit at that. Yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, the biggest thing with first-round picks is you can have a chance to get a star player for, like, cheap. On for five years. Yeah. No. Instead absolutely. They're, and you're trading them to pay someone like top dollar immediately. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're just man. And you're looking at all the athletes in this draft too, and <laughs> you know all the athletes that are going to be in next year's draft. If you followed you know college a lot, it's just yeah. I mean, as a GM, you know, I'd value the draft you know a lot I value the draft a lot as a fan <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I don't I don't like seeing you know my teams ship away a lot of draft picks mm-hmm. um you Not know only that, I, like it's, it's there's a lot of times
3: too where you see like that that top wide receiver on the market and you're like wow it would be nice to well, have him but also like I'll take somebody who's like 70% what he is for like a fraction of the contract
0: you know
2: That's
3: well,
0: First problem paying a running back that kind of money. Alex and yeah. I always talk all the time how replaceable that position is. We talked about that on our first was it our yeah. first
3: podcast? Second podcast? Yeah,
0: I, yeah. So. But it was, I think it was our first. But um, I want to say it's first. But I mean, either way, yeah, the running back position is so replaceable, and they spent so much money there. And not only, I mean, we've already harped on it, but not only did they trade away the draft picks to get Ramsey, they traded them away or traded away those picks. To just further cut their cap and make that, <laughs> you know, they traded for a max player pretty much, yeah. and it's like, you know, that that just obviously doesn't help their cap situation. I mean, that's part of the reason why it's so, you know, bad in the first place. And then, yeah. like, I, I just don't know what they were thinking. They're like, yeah, we make this move, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. Well, like, Like,
3: what? most most of the time, like, teams, when they're building, they have, like, you have a top offensive guy, whether that be, like, the top running back in the league or top quarterback, like, you try to aim for that. And then you immediately go to the other side of the ball and you try to have a top guy over there, too. But they went, like, Mm -hmm. hey, let's have the top quarterback, let's have the top running back, let's have the top cornerback, let's have the top top defensive tackle. Like, you can't do that. Mm
1: -hmm. It just doesn't work. And let's have no first-round draft picks to get cheap high-end talent. Right, and it's, just... and it's
0: just like it was almost like they were in denial that they weren't in or like they're were, they're were in denial this year that they weren't in super bowl form almost like yeah. it's just like no 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 we we can do it we can we can do it yep. and then it's just like you really haven't shown it in <laughs> at all look when what they're happened. losing they,
3: they... they're losing wide receiver too this this off season, aren't they like they're losing one other either cup or whoever the other
1: guy is no, they're both back, but they're yeah, they've yeah. been talked about trading Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that what it was? Yeah. Um, I mean like we've already harped on it a lot, but I mean for me as a GM, the biggest thing that you have to do is hit on your draft picks and like acquire as many draft picks as possible because you're getting your talent for cheap, but also you have to be able to, willing to spend money in free agency. Or like make moves to get players to win now, but like the Rams just completely forgot about the draft, and that's why it's costing them right now. They're just like, screw the draft. We're gonna just acquire all talent when they're they're in their time for their first contract. Like it's just it just doesn't make any sense. Definitely,
3: I completely agree. And, uh, I guess we could talk about the Seahawks now since. Yeah, I think we talked about the I think <laughs> yeah. we talked about the Rams more than my Eagles, dude. What the hell? It's <laughs> because they're just, such all
0: a weird team. Oh, just like so frustrating. Yeah, uh, I, don't, it is. I don't know. I'm not even a Rams fan,
3: but it's like I'm mad for them, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. let's let's well, get happy and let's talk team, uh... about the Seahawks. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, And well, you know, my girlfriend's from St. Louis, so I guess she's not too bitter about the Rams being pretty trash. So, there you go. Just a little bit of bad. <laughs> Bad love there. Anyway, with the Seahawks, as we already alluded to a little bit, I think we we both see them going for, or all three of us see them going going after offensive line a little yeah. bit in the off season. Um, I could also see maybe even going after edge. You know, Clowney's free agent, right? Yeah, so, I don't see them. You know, Clowney I don't. I don't. Yeah, he kind of had a bit of a lackluster year too. Um, he's honestly better against the
1: run than he is rushing the passer almost. Yeah,
0: I'm just got. But, um, yeah, either way, I think they definitely need to, <laughs> to address offensive line. They really don't have a great offensive line. It's really just, like, that problem is almost, you know, Russell can handle it so well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you just imagine him if he actually has time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like, he almost beat the Packers single-handedly in the playoffs. Like, exactly. he scrambled for his life He's... and just extended every play. It was unreal to watch.
3: Like, if you mm-hmm. – I think the uh... – I think I, we had talked about when we were talking about snubs um, in our second podcast, or was that first as well? Um, yeah, but either either way, ever. So, yeah. But yeah, one of the two. Um, I had said I had brought up the stat that he was the number one rated quarterback on PFF with the thirtieth overall rated line. That makes zero <laughs> sense. Like that doesn't make yeah. sense. He defies all odds. Like it's mm-hmm. he's insane. So if you're a Seahawks fan, it's only getting better. Metcalf's gonna be in his second year. Like it's it's just
0: gonna go up from yeah. here. So Yeah. And they'll yeah, have dude. they also suffered from running back injuries at the end of the season too. Yep. Time. Um Damn. you know, they'll have Chris Carson. I, I mean they have they have a lot there. I don't yeah. even think we need to and they're all on the cheap time.
1: deals too. Yeah. About that. No, yeah, not really at all. Yeah, they they're, they're in they're a good, good spot. Yeah. They're, I think they're going to probably ahead, so. People in free agency, you know. couple,
3: yeah, definitely. And then the uh, 49ers are the last team. We talked about a little bit about them. Um, the good thing for them is that they're not losing really anyone. Um, I Besides mean, they losing, yeah, they're losing Armstead, yeah, but the bulk of their, their team is intact still. So yeah. they hit good on the draft. They don't have any money for free agency. So if they hit good on the draft, yeah. then this they could be uh, back to exactly where they were last year.
0: Yeah, but I mean, even looking at their draft, though, they really they have the first round pick and then it's like two fifth rounds.
2: Yeah, that's so, I
0: mean, you know, maybe they somehow make some moves, you know, maybe get a couple in third round fourth round, something like that. But um, I, I don't know. I don't see them making too much of a splash in the draft, but perhaps they do. I mean, as long as they make a good first pick, I mean, obviously, as we had spoken to earlier, they are a very complete team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not I like they, they needed a draft overhaul or point. anything like that. Yeah. Well like I corner of
1: safety at their first pick.
0: Because yeah, like I said like Sherman's getting old and we saw him get burnt <laughs> by Sammy yeah, yeah. Watkins, obviously on that. Well he actually play, took but, that uh, route
1: from uh he said he watched yeah, how Adam. Yeah. From, uh,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you're gonna watch any receiver in the league, Adams is one of the best route runners, and especially releases off, there. yeah. So you know, but um, either way, yeah, I don't see their team obviously changing too much from this
1: past year, but else I don't know. I mean, Probably I don't have much else to say about. I don't think they regress as much as the Rams did, but like they have like very limited draft capital and they have no like money to spend on adding anyone. I do think that like you said, they're a very complete team, but as far as like the Rams, they run a kind of similar scheme. And this was really the first year you really saw it in action. And same with the Rams in the previous year. Like mm-hmm. I could see teams maybe figuring out their offense a little more and then Jimmy G's like limitations show more than they did this past year. Oh.
0: Well, I mean you just saw everyone I mean, Belichick exposed Goff's limitations, yeah. <laughs> like badly, and yeah. I think, I mean, there are definitely plenty of times throughout the year where Jimmy G's were exposed. I mean, even in the playoffs as well. And it's just, you know, people will definitely take a stab at it. It was just hard too because their running game was so dominant this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it, you know, the Rams' their running game took a huge step back, which, yep. you know, that that just made like picking on Goff easy.
1: I mean, yeah, the uh, Shanahan and uh, McVeigh tree, the whole tree is like yeah. run first, then run yeah. a bunch of motions and play actions off of it. So if teams can figure out how to stop their run schemes, then they're in for a real treat next year, I think.
2: Definitely agree there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Would you guys yeah. pick the Seahawks to win the division next year? Because I think that's yeah. where I'm going. Yeah. I still see the Niners as like a floor, like 10 and 6 team, but.
3: Yeah, with the talent that they have, I, like their defense is, even without Armstead, their defense is going to be nuts next year. So they're going to still be that run-first team. Their offensive line, they're not losing anyone, so I can't see it getting worse. I think it's just going to get better or stay the same. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be 10-6 and 6 at worst, like you said. I, they're they're still going to be a, a good team and most likely a playoff team. So.
2: All all right, sir.
0: So that's it. I don't really have anything else to talk about. Alex, you have anything? No, I
1: think that was really all I had. All right, Pop good, because we weren't going to do it anyway. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Are you sure? No, anyway. no Packers uh, comments or anything you wanted to throw yeah, yeah, in there? Yeah, anything yeah. 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 about
0: Zadaria Smith? You want yeah. To yeah. Know? No, 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 uh, Rogers. There's something for next
1: week, though, don't worry.
0: <laughs> all right. Can't all wait. right. Well, <laughs> thank you, everyone who uh, came by to listen. Again, um, we will be posting another podcast next Thursday morning as well, and we will actually dive into the AFC, um, whether it's the East or West, um, or north, we did north, north south. south. First for yeah, we'll change. we'll do north south just for uh consistency, I guess. Um, and you know, you know, I love my uh AFC North and my AFC South, the Browns mm. and the Colts there. So, um, we'll definitely get into that next week. Also, another thing to look for um, in the next week and actually, you know, across the next several months is I will will likely be doing streams um, weekly to just just have football chats. Um, I know in this next this next uh, couple of months, building up to the draft, we'll definitely be doing some mock draft work there. And that's definitely a spot where you can get very, very interactive with us. Um so we we will be live streaming on Twitch on my channel, which is uh top frag wally i will'll will obviously post the information for streams on Twitter you know right before we stream, and we'll regularly you know just push out notifications to make sure that you guys are aware of the channel and you follow the right channel and everything um so yeah, look forward to the streams, especially since you can get very very interactive with us it'll it'll be really fun and maybe we Post some of the highlights to Twitter as well. Um, and yeah, so just make sure on that note, make sure to follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, the link will be in the description um, along with my Twitch channel, and it's at NYEFBJunkies on Twitter. Um, again, that'll be in the description to the podcast. So just check there, but make sure to follow us as we. Post a lot about just general questions, um, ideas for the next podcast. And, uh, of course, you can always just shoot us questions. You know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Or shoot us mock drafts even, whatever it is. Um, We definitely want to interact with you guys. So I think that pretty much covers everything. But uh, thank you guys for listening and look forward to the next one.